You're listening to audio from the Cathedral Church of the Advent in Birmingham, Alabama, a church with a heart for the gospel. Find out more at adventbirmingham.org. O Almighty God, who alone canst order the unruly wills and affections of sinful men, Grant unto thy people that they may love the thing which thou commandest and desire that which thou dost promise. That so among the sundry and manifold changes of the world, our hearts may surely there be fixed where true joys are to be found through Jesus Christ our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Well, our topic today is our redemption and final hope. Last week we majored in the sort of bad news, or you could say the conundrum of humanity in the face of a, a good God. Um, and so today, we'll, we'll, we've dug the hole. We're going to fill it with the good news today. And Stephen uh, is uh, our uh, teacher today, Stephen Green, um, who's also one of our shepherds. Um, do you want to come up here? And before you teach, if you want to say anything uh, more about yourself, feel free. And I'm going to hand off the um, recorder to pin to your lapel. So just like here. Radio gesture over here. Maybe kind of. I'm not sure what else to say about myself, but um, I've uh, been a member here for a while and uh, very excited about um, about this church and uh, kind of what Matt and the team you know, preach to us and, and teach teach us every Sunday. And um, I'm excited to be a part of this uh, this kind of class and just excited that y'all are here. So, uh, I'm not sure. I think it's. I think that's all. Uh, so anyway, uh, but I'm going to pray uh, again. Um, you can never have too much prayer. So, uh, Heavenly Father, uh, we thank you for the uh, the words we're about to hear from your word, and I ask that you you will uh, have us hear only what you would have us hear, and and have us see only uh, your Son, our Savior Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, Amen. amen. Uh, all right, the. Uh, the, the title today is Redemption and Our Final Hope, so I thought maybe uh, we, would, we would just define redemption first, and uh, what I've got here on your, your stuff is the, the definition, deliverance by the payment of a price. So, I mean, you can think of that in all sorts of secular terms, you know, uh, you know I'm a lawyer, uh, I guess that is something else about myself, so, you know, you can redeem land uh, back in... Biblical times, you would redeem, um, you know, livestock, all that kind of stuff. But uh, so, so we have something that's that's trapped, stuck, held hostage, whatever. And redemption is is delivering that uh, situation by the payment of a price. So, and the word deliverance has a ha, has a lot of freight. Uh, you know, if you need to be delivered, you really can't deliver yourself. I mean, that's just kind of Kind of the way that word works. Uh, uh, now, I, what I've said here, 
um, well, I'll get to that in a minute. Um, it, it has to come from outside. Like Brandon said last week, it's kind of like France in World War II. Um, you know, we're stuck, uh, uh, or, or someone who needs deliverance is stuck. Somebody, something has to come from outside uh, to fix the situation. And um, so what are we delivered from? Well, again, going back to last week, um, we, are, we are stuck in sin. We are stuck facing death. We are stuck facing all sorts of pressures uh, from outside us. So therefore, we need something from outside us to take those pressures away. So, uh, so deliverance implies a situation we're stuck in and that we need help from the outside. Uh, continuing on with Romans, uh, I've, I've listed here some verses from Romans 7 um, that uh, kind of describe my life. Um, for what? For I have the desire to do what is right, but not the ability to carry it out. Uh-huh. Uh, for I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I keep on doing. Wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? That kind of hits all the bases. Uh, uh, stuck with no ability to, to do what I want to do, uh, facing death, and needing someone to come from the outside and deliver me from that whole situation. Uh, Paul Zoll, a couple of deans ago, I'm sure he didn't make it up, but I think he even had t-shirts made. Um, I bring nothing to the table. So that's kind of kind of where we are. Uh, you know, uh, uh, we're here and, and I can't do it. You know, I'm here and I can't do anything to, to help me. Help myself. Um, this is kind of countercultural. Um, I had three daughters who were tweens in the early 2000s. So I've got this quote from the Cheetah Girls. Uh, <laughs> song Cinderella. Uh, don't want to depend on no one else. I'd rather rescue myself. Well, that pushes all my buttons because you know what? The whole concept of rescue is that you can't do it yourself. I mean, I'm sure my kids who were, you know, what, 10 and 8 were going, why are you so upset that I'm listening to the song? And they, you know, it, it was no point in explaining it to them, but it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, but because uh, you can't rescue yourself, um, you know. Uh, later on, I've got another couple of, as as, as you remember, if you were here um, the first time. Uh, one of the things I like is music, all kinds of music. So um, I've got a couple other quotes that at least get to a little more of the diagnosis, uh, even though they don't they don't really capture the fact you can't do yourself. Um, Lincoln Park is a favorite of mine. Uh, the 2007 song, What I've Done, So Let Mercy Come and Wash Away What I've Done. Well, that's good. I'm forgiving what I've done. Well, how does that work out for you? You know, ah, sorry about that, but, but I'm okay. Just because I say I'm okay. It doesn't work that way. Um, and then Kesha, uh, also a favorite of mine. Uh, current, a current song, uh, Choose Redemption. Your happy ending's up to you. Awesome. Uh, let's let's go out there and be that happy ending. Um, well, I don't know about you, but I I need somebody else to to give me a happy ending. Um, so that's uh, that's kind of um, setting the table. Uh, again, more bad news. I'm sorry to carry over the bad news from last week and Brandon, but uh, but uh, anyway. So um, so this is deliverance. This is what we're delivered from. Just the stuckness of sin, death. And, and just, just our bound will, as Luther would have called it, that, that we can't fix ourselves, we can't be who we want to be, and we certainly can't be who God wants us to be and requires us to be with his holy, righteous, perfect judgment. So, so this is where we are. So how are we delivered? By the payment of a price. That's what a redemption is. So 
so the price, of course, is uh, uh, is the cross. Now let's talk about about what that does, about why that's the case. Um, of course, you know Jesus is God's Son, came, lived a perfect life, uh, died as a as a perfect sinless person, and the in the overarching reach of Scripture tells us that death that death and blood were required. To, to, to atone for sin, to make it right. And we're the people who deserve to die because, because we're the ones that can't meet God's righteous standards. But instead, Jesus came, took on a human form, uh, and as a, 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 basically broke the Trinitarian perfect uh, communion that the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit had and, and came down was was crucified, abandoned by the Father. Uh, if you if you read, my God, my God, why have I, why have hast thou forsaken me? Um, uh, Jesus recorded twice, quoting Psalm twenty two one, uh, that 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 he did that for us in order to to make that sacrifice, make that atonement, make that uh, redemption, pay that price that we couldn't pay for ourselves. Uh, and, and Paul tells us a, a little later, in, or a little earlier in Romans, but God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So the amazing thing about that is, that was all God. We were still sinners. We didn't ask for it. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't, uh, uh, deserve it. But he set the whole thing up and he did it. While we were yet sinners. So, so we can't earn our salvation. We don't earn our salvation. The Bible tells us that this redemption is accomplished outside of us. It was accomplished 2,000 years ago. We don't have to do anything else. God doesn't have to do anything else. It's all done. Um, and, and as I say later, it is finished. John 19.30. Um, another word from Jesus on the cross. It is finished. We, it, and there's a, if you look from the, from the, if you're facing the full pulpit in the church, um, there's a there's a picture of the crucifixion of Christ uh, in the stained glass window directly to the right, and it has the it is finished uh, in in the in the stained glass. So so if you ever need encouragement, it's already done for you. Uh, just look at look at that look at that stained glass window. Uh, uh, so uh, so Jesus was our substitute. So we were supposed to die. He died in our place. So there's some words there that you'll hear a lot at the, abs, at the Advent. Substitute, um, atonement, uh, of course, redemption. And then, and then all of that happening without our deserving it is the word you'll hear the most at the Advent, which is grace. Grace is undeserved love, unmerited favor, which means that, that it's all, again, it's all God. God did this for us out of his love for us and we didn't do anything to deserve it. We can't do anything to deserve it. We can't do anything to earn it after the fact. We could. We didn't do anything to earn it before the fact. So, so that is um, uh, that's where we are. And then, continuing on in Romans, just so you'll know that Romans has some good stuff in it too. Uh, has some good news uh, after 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 telling us our situation. We come around again and. One of my favorite verses, Romans 8, 1, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So, so it's done, it's finished. 
the condemnation that we would have had and that we feel because we can't do what we want to do. We can't please God. We can't even please, you know, our families or, or the people around us. But the condemnation for any and all of that is gone. Um, and, and there's no condemnation. Uh, there's a, uh, a band I like that's, uh, they're believers. They wouldn't call them Christian, although they have Christian, uh, some Christian songs. It's called Reliant K. They have a great song, Be My Escape, which has a line, the beauty of grace is that it makes life not fair. So this is, this is not about what we, what we deserve. We are, we are, we have the amazing gift to believe in, that, uh, in what Christ did for us uh, through no merit of our own. So it is, it is a, a, a totally amazing, totally free um, uh, uh, you know, thing that was done for us. Uh, so, the, so, what, so what are we saved to? Now we're delivered from this, the price has been paid, and so what are we looking at? Um, well, ultimately, of course, we're looking at uh, eternal life in perfect relationship with God. The relationship was broken by our sin. It's, it's, it, it has been restored in the cross, and we will, we will see that restoration uh, ultimately, and we will be in it forever. Um, the, one of the great things about a liturgical church and uh, the Anglican heritage is the, uh, is the fact that our prayer book helps us to do things right. Um, now, uh, we hope it continues to do that. Uh, sometime, uh, that, that, that. We hope they don't change it in a way that it does, it's not helpful anymore. But, uh, for instance, uh, the burial service um, uh, starts with, with two opening sentences, a passage from John and a passage from Job, that, that just turn that hope into where, where we're headed. Um, I'm the resurrection and the life, saith the Lord. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. And this is, uh, then this next one is amazing. It was a long time before I realized that this was from the Old Testament. You hear these words and you think, oh, well, Paul must have said that. But Job, I mean, this is, this is, this is a thousand years. Um, I don't know exactly, uh, but, 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 but a long time before Jesus. Um, I mean, at, at, no one really knows when Job was written. I, they, I mean, I think a lot of, a lot of scholars think it was, it was fairly early. Um, but for I know that my Redeemer liveth, and that he shall stand at the latter day upon the earth, and though this body be destroyed, yet shall I see God, whom I shall see for myself, and my eyes shall behold, and not as a stranger. So, God, we will be... We will be with him, and we will see him, and we, we will have no choice but to glorify him and worship him. Uh, so that's the, the Book of Common Prayer burial rite. Um, and so what does that mean for, for us now? We, we, we got to go out there, and God's not out there. Um, we have to wait a little while for these things to happen. But this makes all the difference. Um, I, I took a, uh, one of my seminary courses was from a guy who does a Bible study. He's a member here named Alan Ross. And um, he tells a story uh, back when he lived in Pennsylvania, and uh, he was a, uh, a Steelers fan. And you know, this was back before you know you just couldn't get away from 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 uh, you know immediate knowledge of, of any sports event and what happened. Uh, and he would he would uh, you know I think it was even before TiVo. So he would 
he would set the VCR to tape the Steelers games, if, and they were on Sundays, and he preached. You know, he would be traveling a lot on Sunday afternoons, and so he would watch it. He would he would watch it later, and he tells the story that one day um, he uh, he was in the car and had the radio on and and heard the end of the game, and it turns out that the Steelers won, but they were behind most of the game, and and it was it was a hard game. So if you think about it, that's where we are. We know the end of the story. We know who wins, and we know whose side we're on, and that that's the side that wins. And so everything in the middle has a different, you know, we have a different perspective on that now. Um, because we know it's going to be okay. Uh, and the, uh, a, a passage, a longer passage from the eighth chapter of Romans that, uh, that we, um, uh, again, going through Romans and getting, getting to some really good news, uh, is one of my favorite passages, and it really it just draws on all sorts of things about what that means in the future and now. Uh, Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, and those for those who are called according to his purpose. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he predestined, he also called, and those whom he called, he also justified, and those whom he justified, he also glorified. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies, who is to condemn. Christ Jesus is the one who died, more than that, who was raised, who at the right hand of God is indeed interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword, as it is written, for your sake we're being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Whew. I mean, lots. I mean, I don't even know where to start. Um, uh, you know, uh, we have, not only did Christ die for us, but he, he is risen, he is at the right hand of God, and he's our guy with God. And, 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 and he's interceding for us in every way that, that to connect us, to reconnect us with God after sin has broken that connection. Um, and he is for us in a way that no one else can be for us, and in a way that makes, makes, Everything else um, ultimately not matter. Uh, and nothing can separate us from God's love. Uh, because really that's what, again, this is about grace, which is undeserved love. That's the, that's the basis of all this. So we are loved and we are, we are encouraged, we are supported, we are protected, um, and we, are, uh, we have the Spirit who helps us pray when we have no idea what to pray and connects us with God constantly. Um, so, <clears throat> and nothing 
in the created world can separate us from our creator. Uh, the, um, I, I recently came across this, um, this poem uh, that I have listed there. Uh, and um, it's a long story about how I came across it because I'd never heard of Raymond Carver. But, uh, but, uh, but it says, and I don't know, if, I don't know what his you know, theological or spiritual state is. Uh, well, he's, he's deceased now. But um, And did you get what you want? And did you get what you wanted in this life, even so? But, you know, Despite all the bad things that happened to you, did you get what you want? I did. And what did you want? To call myself beloved, to feel myself beloved on the earth. Well, if that's true for any of us, and, and it rings true to me, um, to feel like you were loved. I mean, I want lots of people at my funeral, you know. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, and we are loved. We are perfectly loved. I mean, how many times is love used in this passage from Romans? You know, God loves us so much that he reconciled us to him uh, through this this complicated and, and excruciating uh, ordeal of, 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 of the crucifixion. And... And we feel that every day of our life, um, uh, you know, if, 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 we, if we want to, um, if, we, if we remember. Uh, C.S. Lewis has a quote, which I meant to say a minute ago, uh, from Mere Christianity. Aim at heaven, you will get earth thrown in. Aim at earth, and you will get neither. So when we realize, back to the, back to the, the end of the story, when we realize what the end of the story is, it makes all the difference now. Um, so, so our hope, you know, I, I, um, I, I, I've seen too many images of heaven that are silly to me, and I, and I, and I, I have trouble getting them out of my head. You know, the, the angels and the clouds and the, and, I mean, the, the, and it just, I don't want to be there. Um, I want to be here doing cool stuff. Um, but of course, you know, I can't really because, because, um, because of Romans, you know, uh, seven. But 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 it sounds good. But but that's not what heaven heaven is perfect union with our perfect Creator, uh, and where where all of the things that mess us up here are no longer around. So so when we realize that that's a, in front of us, there's a freedom. Uh, there's a freedom to to give ourselves over not only to the redemption that God gave us, but to the life that God has for us, because because in the end we're going back to Him. So so when we think about that, we know that while we're here, until we get back to Him, everything that we can do for Him will just make that moment sweeter at the end. Uh, now we have to remember that uh, every every week, um, and that is um, one of the one of the final things I wanted to uh, to to talk about a little bit. Uh, before we get, um, before we get, uh, open it up to, to get y'all's response. Um, uh, the, you know, the, the, here at the Advent, the God's grace in, in, in saving us through the cross is something that you will hear every week. And some people, some people, <coughs> that's jarring to them, but the, 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 the reason you'll hear it here every week is because it's the basis of, of because of what all, what all we've just we've just been talking about. If you, if you have that and you know what your hope is and you know that your hope is entirely 
something that was taken care of on your behalf that you don't have to earn now, you didn't have to earn it ever, then although that's countercultural, that's something that if you if you remember it every week, it makes all the difference. So that's why you're here. That's why you'll hear it so much here every week. And again, the the liturgy helps us out with this. Um, if you think about the communion service, and we have at least one, usually three uh, communion services, uh, depending on when you come every Sunday. Uh, if you think about the communion service, we start with uh, a collect that basically says, um, I think I put that down here too. Huh? Um, uh, no, maybe I didn't. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, Almighty God, in whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hid. So, this God who loves us, we start out by reminding ourselves that he knows everything about us. So we are fully known, which is scary, but we're fully loved, um, despite what he knows about us. We move from there to, to either the Ten Commandments or a, the summary of the law. Uh, the first commandment and the second is like unto it. Basically, God knows everything, and by the way, this is all how we're supposed to be acting, and then we confess that ain't no way that we've ever acted like that, and even if we acted like that, if, 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 if our thoughts were known, we would be in real trouble. So, we're, we're torn down, uh, to remind ourselves that we do need this deliverance from outside. Then, at the end, there's an absolution proclaimed, and then there is Something that that uh, that that Cranmer and the English reformers were really, really um, uh, was really important to them, called the comfortable words, and it's these four, these last four little scripture passages that uh, that I listed here. So basically, we get there. These pa- these these uh, scripture verses are read are, are are read, and then we get to communion. So the verses are. Come unto me, all ye that travail under heavy laden, and I will refresh you from Matthew. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son to the end that all that believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. The most famous, popular verse in the Bible, um, with good reason. Uh, this is a true saying and worthy of all men to be received, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. If any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous, and he is the perfect offering for our sins, and not for ours only, but for the sins of the whole world. And then we have communion. So basically, we have all this, this build up to communion where we remind ourselves how much we need God and how much we fail. Then we relax. And this, these verses are, are the, the, some of the sweetest in the Bible to let us know. It's like God saying, you've done all those things that you just confessed, but we're good. So come, be reminded in, in communion of what I did for you, and take strength from my body and blood. So these words, for me at least, are a real, a real kind of fulcrum uh, that, that, that reminds me how much I need God, but, but immediately shows me how much he's for me and how much he's done for me and how much he will continue to do for me, and that I will live with him forever one day. So, um, I think that is...
most of what I had to say. What um, what do y'all think? What 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 about this redemption thing? Is 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 it easy for you to realize that your deliverance has to come from outside, or is that something that um? Dean Limehouse used to say that people would say, Dean, why do you preach about grace every week? And he said, because you forget it every right. week. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My husband Andy and I were watching um, with our two little boys, The Little Mermaid, last night. And uh, it says terrible messages for women. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we, we got about halfway through it, and Ariel wants legs so she can you know, pursue the man change her, whatever, change her life so that she can win him over. And she signs um, this contract with the, the evil, you know, Ursula. And um, I said, Andy, do you remember how this ends? Because we didn't finish it, and we'll finish it tonight with him. And he said, no. I bet he does, but he's just... He's, just, um, <laughs> he's blocked but it. at the end, of the, you know, she did, could not pay the price, and so she is held to this contract, and her father signs it for her instead mm-hmm. and becomes like right. the lowly like worm or whatever and then and then it's all conquered in the end. But um it's it was kinda cool to see that archetype, you know, the the echo or of of how God took on our sins and our punishment for us and then conquered it. Yeah. That's and, and thankfully that there 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 are that does you see that, you know, from time to time in in, in, in movies. It's not perfect. It's not a perfect analogy, but 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 it's right. a great teaching right. point. Yeah. So I'm gonna hammer it in yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I like those musical lyrics. It 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 gives me a sense of urgency and need about what's what's out there um, and and where the gospel can really come in to take someone who who realizes their situation but who somehow thinks they can they can fix it on their own because that's not going to work out very well for them. I mean, uh, Chester Bennington, the, the front man of Lincoln Park, committed suicide a couple months ago. Uh, so, you know, um, I, I like to think that that he had a, he had a glimpse of of um, of the gospel as much as as much as he wrote lyrics like that. Um but you know, you know, you don't know, and 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 the world is out there uh, having, a, you know, needing to hear this, uh, and I'm so thankful that it's proclaimed here. So. Well, the thing I like about the evidence, Stephen, is that um, you can come in your sin. You know, we all, I mean, particularly in the deep south, have this idea you got to clean yourself up before you come to Christ. And you know, Paul saw when he said, "What was your quote about?" I bring nothing to the table. Yeah. He, told this story in a sermon one time about a friend of his who's a priest in New York. And a woman came to him and said, I love your sermon today. I really want to learn more about Christ, but I'm seeing a married man (laughs) two times a week. And he said, well, don't worry about that. (laughs) Just come. You know, we'll talk about that later. And that's the idea, is that if we do bring anything to the table, it's our sin. But we cannot rescue ourselves from it, as you said, or hammer time. It takes somebody else. He didn't say stop and then come. Right. He said, no, just come. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Well, doesn't that tie into the message from today? I think I was struck when it's. I pick apart my character all the time. I'm like, oh, gosh, I should do this differently, or I should be this. Mm -hmm. And, And the message today, I just, you know... When you start doing that, 
look to Christ. Stop working on your character and go back to your conviction. Right. Because that's where it'll trickle down. So that's the correct order. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just thought that was cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Should affect how you see other people too. Mm-hmm. Like when you, you know, start thinking about how bad they are, how bad you think they are, or what's wrong with them, or you know, for us, our kids sometimes. <laughs> 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 I mean, recognizing that you know all of this applies to them just as much as it applies to us. Um, you know, yeah. Else, which is a, that's a humbling thing too. I mean, yeah. it's a good way to view our faults. Well, it's the flip side of, of what, what we talked about sin last week. You know, uh, as, as, uh, maybe as Frank Limehouse said, you know, hum- the human condition is equally, is evenly distributed. You know, we all, we all have original sin, but yet, um, Christ's death was powerful to, to get rid of all that sin. Um, and, uh, and, and, you know, he died for all those people that, that you think, um, you're better than, just like he died for me. So, um, so. Well, uh, thanks, Stephen. We're out of time. I think that's all we have all. Can we thank Stephen? Before you go, um, this, uh, I mean, what Stephen just told us is the most important thing in the world. I mean, uh, I, I, I can't think of anything more important. Um, and if you've never heard anything like this before, even if you are coming from a Christian background, I've seen that plenty of times where, because the the message is often more on getting your act together, your character, than the conviction, um, sometimes that's the, the gospel's been drowned out. Um, I just want you to know that this message is for you. Um, and uh, I invite you to... To, to, to take hold of it and hold fast to it uh, for the rest of your life. Yeah. Or, or get contact one of us. I'd yeah. love to have, have coffee Absolutely. with you or something and um, yeah. talk more about it too. Yeah, yeah. Would you mind saying a prayer for us sure. all before sure. we leave? Dear Heavenly Father, um, what a great word you have given us in your, in your gospel and through your Son. Uh, we thank you for it and we ask that you would uh, always keep it in front of, uh, of, of our faces and in our hearts and in our heads. Um, that we know what you did, why you did it, and that you, are, you love us, you're for us, and, and you, you, you have redeemed us. Uh, in Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thanks all. You've been listening to audio from the Cathedral Church of the Advent. If you live in Birmingham or find yourself visiting, we hope you'll join us at one of our Sunday services. Find out more at adventbirmingham.org.